like I'd go to a school dance and I'd look nice. Mum didn't have the... Like, she understood English, like, 90%, but some words, like, evaded her, and she'd be like, you're looking very spoofy this evening. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome along to the Community Notice Board. Hard at the same time. That's nice. Yeah, why not? All right, let's go. Hello, hey. welcome to another episode of Community Notice Board Podcast, a podcast about suburbs we grew up in, local landmarks, hometown heroes, and coming of age tales. We've got a very special guest today: comedian, podcaster, raconteur, and friend Simon oh, Bosco. Yeah. Is I've at here. least one of those things. <laughs> hey, guys, You're the only person I've ever introduced as friend. Oh, so <laughs> Everyone else, I'm like sworn enemy. <laughs> yeah, I was a raconteur yeah, debut as well. Raconteur is a good, depending on their hairstyle. Yeah. <laughs> well, I recently. Just changed mine from a left part to a right part, thinking that that's gonna like rev- like my whole life. That's what holding your back. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's the direction of my head. So let's go, guys. I'm ready to be scientists. Like the, the times for like us now, like in our 30s, of dramatic hairstyle changes are gone. It's like. <laughs> You know, I don't know 12. if that's dramatic. I'm <laughs> <laughs> trying right. to big him up. <laughs> Tell that to my barber. Thank you very much. Yeah, I said, do what you can to make me a new stud. And he went, well, that way? Sorry. Bosco's barber broke his wrist. Yeah. Doing yeah. The, the smelling salts but on you the You know, like when you're in year nine, you've like been rocking a center part for two years, and then you're like, I've got the spike thing now. I have a fucking wet look gel now, you know? That's true. Like, Blonde, oh. dye hair blonde. Yeah, it's can't like, do that anymore. I mean, like, imagine if I showed up to the pub and I had frosted tips again. Like, oh. I just be like, boy, I hope the guys don't say anything mean. I start, start stretching my hamstrings. I'd be like, okay, I've got some real roasting to do right now. Yeah, it. it would fucking be in group chats before I even saw you. Oh. Right? Like, I'm so scared of a screenshot these days. Yeah. Screenshots rule my life. Everything is just so calculated. But I mean, like, even if I showed up with the hair I had now and I just put wet look gel back in it, which would look... <laughs> Awful, because it's thinning hair and it would just clump it all into different bits. Um, <laughs> it looked like a dying plant. <laughs> yeah, we divided the room between haves and have nots. <laughs> that is really not fair to look at. Surreal, yeah. <laughs> Downton Abbey thing. We're, we're downstairs making crumpets for these boys. Yeah. We've got the upper deck of the Titanic here. Oh, I've fun always seen below. myself as an epsilon. <laughs> I um I saw just on like hairstyles and stuff because I had oh, uh, a gig last night and talking about like because I've had this mustache for about like four or five years and yeah. I'm like it might be like permanent now do you know what I mean yeah. was like, it a life situation that made you grow it was, I think so yeah what, what made you what sparked the mustache I just I'm I was on holidays and I just didn't wasn't shaving and then I was in it, Bali and I didn't want braids yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you love a mustache and, a uh, and it looks terrible until it gets like. My, 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 until it gets that thick, it looks mm. ridiculous. So you can't be turned up to work with like half, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, you have an elegantly thin one, like yeah. a classic cinema kind of Clark Gable-esque yeah. mustache, which I would kill for. But mine goes, mine looks like a heart monitor throughout the whole thing. <laughs> 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 There's nothing even about it. People don't enjoy it. But Oh, man, you get a full beard. I could never grow the full beard. So I was always like, the mustache is as good as it gets. But I saw... Um, you get a whole face worth of hair above your lip. <laughs> yeah, I saw... Um, Trevor Cook, uh, Crook, the mm, comedian, yeah. and he must be, what, it'd be 55 or something, and he's got a moustache, and that's all he's got. And I said, how long have you had the moustache, Trevor? He said, since I was 16. And he's a real <laughs> serious guy. And I'm like, do you ever shave it off? 
And he's like, yeah, once when I was 30, I hated it. <laughs> and then I literally, he had for 20 years, 15 years, shaved his moustache, came out, everyone made fun of him, and he just grew it back and then never looked back. <laughs> <laughs> he gets like, so embarrassed, he grows it back on the yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> what he's like, I was trying to get it back like that day. Hi, old friend. <laughs> also, he's like 70 something. Yeah, right? yeah. So oh, he's wow, had that. Down him by 15 years. Wow. Well, it's pretty yeah. sweet if you did that. <laughs> I wasn't going to up him. I'm going to be saying he's 95. You know what I mean? I'm going to round it down. Do you think you'd ever shave it off for anything? Uh,. Uh, no, Not sometimes when I trim it, I'm, I stress it. Not yours, it. the cause. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, if you, you'll beat cancer if you shave your mustache. I'm like, let me think about it. <laughs> the dog's like, I got good news and bad news. <laughs> you can be this, <laughs> but it comes with a cost. Yeah, uh, no, it ha- I mean, yeah, it'd have to be. I mean, no, no one's going to pay me money to do it. So yeah. I'm not going to Well, also, because you're, you're at the beautiful point when you had it, when you met your girlfriend. Like, you already were known for having it. Yeah. It's not like, you yeah, know, you meet them it. and then you're like, I'm going to grow a shitty mustache. Yeah. And then they, they just have to watch it come through in patches and be like, ooh. Oh, <laughs> I don't good. know if I'm attracted to you no, anymore. No, exactly. No, I think it'd be weird if I lost it now. So it's yeah. pretty natural. Yeah, you've, re- you've had I, the beer for a while. Oh, though, yeah. So. That was that was a breakup thing. That was the last breakup. Ah. That was me being like, man, I just want to change everything about myself. So I didn't shave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna and cut that out really turned my life around. It's <laughs> a great breakup. I want to change everything about myself. I'm gonna gain forty kilos <laughs> and a beard. Oh, if I gain forty, I'd be dead. <laughs> I don't have forty-two gain. No, if I gain another forty, I'd be on life support at least. That thing. So you, the beard was the last one. The, the, the beard, yeah. The and hair. now it's apart. Uh, yeah, now it's to the right instead of the left. I've got a tattoo, so that's another life-changing thing. And I might, I'm, I think I'm, I'm back on the market, guys, which oh, is such yeah. a scary uh, concept to me because, like, another friend I have, another friend, in addition to you, <laughs> which has been clearly stipulated at the beginning of Four this podcast. <laughs> is this the brag cast? Um, yeah, uh, he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm dating someone. She's roughly our age and she has a five-year-old. And he's like, I realise getting towards... I'm 37. Our age now, that has to be an option is having yeah. a kid. I'm like, no, it does. <laughs> no, yeah. it does not. Yeah. I either need to find out a better way to masturbate or kill myself. <laughs> That's the only two options <laughs> I have left. Since <laughs> you've been off the market, masturbation has gotten a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of we can skip five dog altogether. It's <laughs> also apparently a Beating re- off with Simon Moscow. It's apparently a really good way to masturbate that you could kill yourself as well. <laughs> I do like sitting on a fence and telling a lie. <laughs> uh, we should talk about this yeah. suburb. So we right? are here to talk about five dogs. Very true. My yes. place of birth. Well, I wasn't born. It wasn't like a water birth. I was born. In <laughs> <laughs> was a, it rained a lot. And there was a and dad's like, Conchetta, get back there. <laughs> my mom's name's not uh, not Conchetta. <laughs> I lied for the purpose of a bit. My mom's name's Conchetta. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I spent probably the first 12 to 13 years of my life in five dog. Yeah. Beautiful area. Yeah. Not the same as it was. Oh, not a bad name, not a criticism, all right, boys. <laughs> oh, I love that hair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm taking these off so I can do all of this stuff. Oh, but, so uh, very yeah. Italian community, oh, it right? Was, it was, it yeah, was. The yeah, most for the purpose of explaining to people who don't know five dogs, <laughs> the Italian accent is because Simon Bosco is Italian. Yeah. I'm allowed a predominantly to do, Italian area. A lot of Italian Whatever horrible stuff is about to come out of my mouth next, <laughs> yeah. I can say Dago walks. <laughs> <laughs> I never got SBIC. I don't get how that relates. To us, yeah, no, yeah you right. almost okay. and you didn't, and I'm glad you didn't really. because no one wants to be cancelled. <laughs> I forget all my subscriptions are still being paid. Anyway, um, 
I can't even cancel things that I don't like. <laughs> 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 Alone, my friend. Uh, but yeah, so Five Dog grew up there. It was uh, it was be- it was like Little Italy, man. Like every shop name was like Marineve Pasticceria or um, uh, the deli was Ranieri. Mm. But then there was Texas Charcoal Chicken, and that was one of the cool places. <laughs> <laughs> it was a chicken dressed up with chaps and two revolvers and a hat, and. That's the end of that text. <laughs> <laughs> was it owned by Italians? And they were like, we've got to differentiate uh, something. Look, they, they were ethnically ambiguous. I never quite asked their age. They were usually screaming about what gravy you wanted. But um, yeah, they were, they were okay. The one place. Actually, no. I want to hear what you guys know about Five Dog before I get into oh, a story that wait, I have. This will be a quick it. segment. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go around the grounds here. Drew? Wow. So it's predominantly Italian, I yeah. believe. Now, there are five dogs, but... Uh, I don't have really. I didn't find too much oh, about. I know that it's. Uh, it is the um, uh, the area where the author uh, of Looking for Alabrandi went to school. So it's the Looking for Alabrandi, like I guess home suburb. Do you know right. what I mean? Right. Like the book. That's and the, the or- statue that gets defaced all the time. <laughs> Whatever her name is. Oh yeah. Oh, that, Melina cool. Marchetta. Uh, so she went to school at. Um, fuck, I didn't even write the school down, but one of the schools there. And maybe All Hallows. That's right. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Possibly. And then so that and that whole movie is about her growing, you know, Italian community and going mm. to yeah. school. Yeah, Source so Day. People seem really like enthralled by that. It's a real thing that happens. It mm. rarely happens anymore because. Wogs just can't amalgamate and families break up over money. So usually it's just like one guy cooking his shitty pasta. But I will tell you this about Five Dog. Why am I getting into this so quick? Um, I Just so I don't forget it. There was a civic video there. It was the greatest. Oh, place. baby. Let me tell you about this civic video. Three things happened at this civic video. One... We rented videos. <laughs> <laughs> Two DVDs. <laughs> I am old enough Later. for that not to have been a, an game. issue back in those days. Uh, two, I'd play a lot of uh, Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. Hell Once yeah. I took a loss so bad that I bit my brother's chest. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, he spoke as I was losing, so I attributed all my loss and rage to him and I just bit him like right there. And so you weren't even fighting against him? No, 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 no. He 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 knew that I was better than him, so he would just stand so by So he just watch. rooted for the computer. Yeah, basically, yeah, Johnny Cage. I never picked that guy. And the third was I became a man. I oh yeah, not no, not in not in the sense of uh, partner, but I I realized that if I rubbed myself against the floor of a civic video, <laughs> I felt good. So what I would do is I almost made a masturbation joke, and I was like, surely not. No, 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 no. So much more than you could ever imagine. So you humped the the floor. The rainbows that came out of the middle of my body at that time. (laughs) I basically, like, you'd wait until it was clear enough. And believe it or not, people spend a lot of time picking movies back in those days, too. It's not just, like, the Netflix. How big is this civic video? Oh, it's bigger (laughs) than your house and smaller than a Costco. No, I don't know. It's like... What you would imagine. My house was pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it, yeah, it was like probably like what you would imagine. Enough, yeah, because yeah. I know, okay. like, I had an. If I was to rub my genitals so against the floor I, at the local Cajos videos at Kellyville, <laughs> it's just two aisles with oh, new releases okay. and weekly. There was like, I get found out pretty quick. <laughs> I did get found out pretty quick. <laughs> but see, I would I would just lie down like flat with my face on the thing, and it would just seem like I was like an autistic person right. lying on the ground. <laughs> and all I needed best, was... That's the best you can hope for. Hopefully they just think I'm a crazy weird oh autistic Oh, God, I hope they think I'm at the end of the spectrum. And uh, 
<laughs> and now, I would Bosco, just, tell me this. Are you grabbing are you grabbing like showgirls so you can look at the cover while you're doing it? Or yeah, you there was all... one I remember very specifically, which I haven't been able to find since. It was like a firefighter themed one and there were two uh oh, you're talking about the movie Backdraft, oh, I believe. Yeah, I've had a, a strong bone for Kurt Russell ever since the mid nineties. I mean, who wouldn't? Oh, he's so fucking cool. Yeah. Uh but yeah, it was like and it was firefighter themed and like they were both holding hoses and like so it, was a, it was a porno, not just it, it was like as, as yeah, yeah. As, as X-rated as a yeah. as a civic video could okay. get, but yeah. that was enough for me to really take oh, yeah. to the floor. And you were just looking at the box, or was yeah, yeah, I'd look at the box, and if some, I, like, I mean, I can only imagine what people must have box thought. Box right on the car. Oh, <laughs> down, I knew he was going there. I could just hear, I could hear something yeah. stirring to my left. He's <laughs> heating <laughs> up. There's <laughs> cans going around. It sounds like, ding, ding, it's coming. Ding. Oh, so, and hold on, hold on. Sorry. Yeah, this, this, this and you're like, what? How old funny. are you? Yeah. I is. am probably about... Nine? Okay, thank God. Thirteen? You get your green peas from the RTA, and you're like, let's go to Civic to celebrate. <laughs> oh, my legs are going to lay on the ground. Everyone's watching me jerk off in the sun corner aisle. <laughs> and you go down there, like, you, you, you and brother walk down there, like, you, is your mum in the other aisle? Like, uh, what's going on? They were on? kind of doing, like, I'm guessing they were looking for whatever movie they were looking for. My memory, <laughs> I've smoked <laughs> away a considerable <laughs> amount of it. <laughs> oh boy, I'm the cider house rule. <laughs> <laughs> Keanu is a. Is, oh, I don't know. Is he even in that film? Is that a Keanu film? I think it's Michael Caine and Tobey oh. Maguire. Oh wow! I didn't even. Uh, anyways, um, yeah. So that would be kind of like looking around. I'm guessing my brother would be in the action aisle. My mum would be. You'd be in the action. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I'll let you guys have the floor. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know because I was having the floor before that. Yeah. But yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, so yes, that's how I learned to masturbate. Was I? I, I just that's... I realized that friction around that area was obviously a positive. Thing. So you and weren't, yeah. So you weren't like, you didn't know what was really happening. I you didn't just, know you that just I knew was, it was good. Yeah, like yeah. back in those days, like I knew that boobies equaled nice, mm. but I, I assumed <laughs> that sex was like naked people kind of like rubbing, running, running at each other. Yeah, you <laughs> weren't at home it. jerking off like, nah, this isn't the same. You know, yeah. I gotta, I gotta go back to the carpet. Like oh, you yeah. were like early form. Video stores all kind of had that specific smell as well. So it <laughs> sends you into a sexual frenzy <laughs> whenever you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what is that? Stale bagged popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I guess maybe that's part of it. Maybe I need to put that into like an incense burner so mm. I can get like the right amount of arouse before I have sex. <laughs> 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 Nearly single. <laughs> oh, God. Because oh, yeah. you're all in relationships, right? You're yeah, all yeah, betrothed yeah. or. Yeah. That's yeah, right. congratulations, Tobs. You guys. <laughs> but I mean, like, if I went down to five dog and you were nine and I was ten, you were like, you could. Really feel something on this floor? I'd be like, oh fuck, all right, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be like, I I, actually, I'm going to be married in 25 years. Yeah. <laughs> First couple of times, Bosco asked a girl if the carpet matched the drapes. He meant something. <laughs> <pretty different. laughs> yeah, what is this shag carpet? Or- <laughs> 
Oh, great. This is Look, so funny. I mean, I thought, yeah, I thought when you mentioned Civic Video, I was like, here we go. We're going full nostalgia. We could talk about like <laughs> memberships and oh. PS1 games. I was like, no, I defile myself. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't remember ever doing that afterwards, but I'm sure this tour felt good. Yeah, yeah, man, the 15 year old kid who was working there knew it was like there's that weird little kid who hops the carpet is back in here. Oh yeah, so did you do this like more than once? Just the again, thanks. A genie's pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Robin Williams improv most of his life. Not like Robin Williams. He got a little bone. Sorry, so we like to do pun. Do... Yeah, yeah. Oh, very yeah. much in Oh, it could get much worse than pun. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, did you do this multiple times or just Yeah, once? I did it at home a lot. I, I, <laughs> I didn't often do it out in public, but Civic Video was a place where I had access. There was only two other places that I had access to porn as a kid. Mm. Uh, and one of them was the news agent in Five Dog. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Back to Five Dog. <laughs> uh, which, and they were very kind enough to put the nudies <laughs> in the back. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of and a big open floor space. Simon's coming, they're just vacuuming. Here you go. They're right, revolutionary in that they put the glory hole on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and an elevator system underneath it. But um, yeah, so you could kind of like access, you know, more than a Ralph or an FHM at the back yeah. while your mum was paying off and her like gambling a, pic- a picture or a people magazine. Yeah. Because those, those were the unsealed ones. That's yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. Because you couldn't get like your top shelf penthouse or Playboy because they'd be in the plastic. And yeah, it's like I remember, like the, the I knew a guy in school who claimed that he could open them, like, when he, and he was like, "Yeah, you can open <laughs> like them, like a safe cracker." Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he's got like a lockpick system. Yeah. He's like, "I, I can look in the pictures." Schoolyard like, skills no, are my favorite thing. Man. Like, I can scratch an eight into a zero for your license. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Or the old uh, someone who could claim you could glue two five cent pieces together to put it as a two dollar oh, coin. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Dumb wogs in five dogs. <laughs> I don't think. It ever worked, no. but it was like coin on a string too. Was that yeah. someone claimed? I think um, the you guys, or your parents, are both together. But when my parents uh, split up, and I'd go stay at dad's house, he just he kept a big stack of pornos next to the toilet, like next the old, to the toilet. like the old, like taking a shit, looking at the porno. <laughs> and so I'd just be like, <laughs> ten years old, a shit, dude. <laughs> and then just be like, There's a big stack of people Pro- magazine, pornos, wow. people magazine, right? Like those ones. So yeah. he was just. So chill about it. was just out there. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. We had to go to the barber. Another place I would fuck the ground for, which is why I like Harry Bush. No. <laughs> <laughs> the floor of those places. No, uh, he, yeah, the, for some reason the barber so was also Italian. Episode. <laughs> I love it. And we've almost done a yeah, hundred. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a new man. Yes, to the right. The horny guy. Harry <laughs> Bush. I've had one eighth of a beer. Um, let me lose. Uh, also slightly turning into Ben Carson. <laughs> <laughs> we don't mind that. Yeah, on the we can have some that. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, there was there was only two types of magazines at this barber, and it was like hardcore porn, like the the sealed yeah. section, but opened and F one magazines. So all oh, I had to yeah. do was just one in the F1 other. F one magazines. Are so oh. I remember like when I used to go to like the barber, and they'd be like, "Do you want like the men's magazines or the girls' magazines?" And the men's magazines would always be like F one or like some sport I'd never heard of, and like the girls' magazines would be like Who Weekly and stuff. And I'd be like, "I want to know celebrity gossip." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the girls' magazines. And they'd always look at me, and be like, "Are you sure you don't want to look at the F one?" I'm like, "No, fuck no." I know who any of these crosswords. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks very much. I know how to spell Heath. I don't know, want to know who Nigel Mansell's dating. I want to know who Brad Pitt's going out with. 
So you were just getting would have been Paltrow town. at that time. I think it would have oh, been Paltrow yeah, at that time. Yeah, right? dad's yeah, yeah. people made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At <laughs> dad's house, I had the porn on the outside and the people. <laughs> 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 Who's waiting on the inside? <laughs> you better not be reading NW. In there. <laughs> Man, I, 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 my first introduction to pornography was horrible. Did you guys ever like find a video in a park? I, that's just how you came we found I found a magazine on the street and cars were running over it. <laughs> It was like a fairly quiet street, so we were like, we saw like two cars go over it, and we're like, "The fuck is that? Oh my god, that's porn!" So we were like <laughs> looking around, being like, "Is this a?" We thought it might be like a large scale sting operation, you know, like <laughs> the cars that's run over it a couple of times. Yeah, that's probably unmarked police vehicles. We go out and they're like, "Absolutely not, too young to be looking at this." But we found it, and then we like look through it and we're like, <laughs> "Yeah." But then we were like, we both like argue with each other, like, "Whose house are we going to take it to?" And it's like, "Not mine. My parents will find out." And it's my, my so we just threw it in a bin. <laughs> Man, that was as cool as we got. You just did clean up Australia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm an environmentalist. Yeah. <laughs> Cleaned it up in two ways, <laughs> but to, uh, but no, I saw a video on the street. Oh like yeah, we a, uh, we f- it was oh man, we found one in like uh, like a back part of a park in Eastwood in this tubular. What seems like a place where someone would be molested for sure. <laughs> I didn't, I think. <laughs> but I did get, find a video and it was called What Women Want. And I was like, oh, well, well, Delightful well. comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And Mel, Gibson. Mel Gibson's going to teach me a lot about the female interest <laughs> and how I can satisfy that. So uh, we put it in <laughs> uh, and it was just me and two other friends. Not you guys. <laughs> I'm building mates. this empire. Of friends. How many friends does this guy have? <laughs> oh man, this is like 20 years ago though. Uh, and um, and yeah, and and this and this lady comes out. She was very beautiful, and she lies on like this very cold, rectangular, like almost like medical looking table, just flat and nothing. And then 30 guys in like a circle kind of like surround her and then start to have sex with her. (laughs) And in my head, I'm like, I need a lot more friends to have sex. (laughs) (laughs) That's what women want. I I know I've been bragging a lot about what I've got, but I have nowhere near 30. I can like invest. It's like the the game tells you like, you know, like if you ask out a thousand women, you have a 10% hit chance. You're going around the mall asking guys to be your mate. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, we need 30 of us. We've got a game genie. I don't, but I've thought about it a lot. <laughs> I used to want to have a game genie oh, so everyone badly. Everyone wanted a game genie. So, so was it a? So was it a porno called What Women Want, or was it just inside the box? It of would the have other... been. No, no, it was like that was on the label of wow, the, the VHS. Right, 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 I, I right. imagine you that... mean some guy watched it and then wrote <laughs> What Women Want. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is the term. <laughs> Trust me. No, uh, but funny. yeah, so that was that was how that was my. Introduction to that exact thing, but that's I'm so crazy. sorry. I have railroaded this whole thing. No, oh, this, mate, is, this yeah, is perfect. We, <laughs> we had a Smut. we had a friend, another apologize. another big divorced dad energy friend who he just like found a bunch of pornos in his dad's cupboard, and then was like, it was he was like the civic video. We'd be like, can I just rent uh, the you know fucking naughty schoolgirls volume three, <laughs> and then he'd just hand them out, and you'd like we had them on a rotation system. That's why I brought up the park. That's how dumb my ADHD brain is. I couldn't even remember. Uh, the reason I brought up the park is because my other access to pornography was, and this is going to sound so made up, but I promise you <laughs> at least 90% of it's true. I had a friend called Neil Dix. 
And he was <laughs> <laughs> D-I-X. Yeah. I mean, that's the level of humor that this yeah. podcast creates. His man. brother's rolling dicks. He's in the meeting tree. They're a band. Look it up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, Ron Dix, yeah, Neil Dix, uh, he was the only kid it, it, out of my friends uh, that had a printer. And my other friend, Chris Panisi, spelled penis I, <laughs> <laughs> had access to excess stationery and the internet. So what we did was we had like these like folders and we'd print out various sizes of nude women and go around and like have a street hustle in the playground being like, you know, a quarter of an A4 is, it's like I'm about to tell a secret. <laughs> the prices. So you're playing like Pokemon card trading. So basically, yeah. So my what first ever like side hustle was selling selling nudies. To people <laughs> oh, that wanted them because yeah. yeah, Waves magazine was pretty expensive back That's then. Crazy. That's crazy. So yeah. So, so penis and dicks. Pe- penis eye and dicks. Yeah. Penis eye and dicks. And Bosco. All together. Bosco. Like, <laughs> the, the holy triumvirate of porn distributors. That's great. <laughs> in year five. Cool. Yeah, so there's probably a whole grade of sexual Awakenings in that grade is like I heard all the Simon Bosco. <laughs> yeah, us and our disgusting teacher, <laughs> Mr. Nimi. <laughs> if you're listening, we were in year five and he'd tell us like the grossest sex stories, and we'd be like, that's sick. <laughs> and then we grew up and we're like, that's a pedophile. <laughs> like what? what? what oh, everything. He'd tell us like this one where. You'd be like, was... listen, fellas, you, you and 29 mates. Yeah. <laughs> you need a dead pigeon and three cigars. Uh, no, he. Uh, he like he told us this story about a couple that uh, had sex on the beach and they fell asleep inside each other and then they were permanently like sealed together so they had to what? go to not permanently but like they were stuck so they had to go to the hospital like conjoined at the, the genitals <laughs> there was another story he told us where like he was at this party and one person like watching another person shit so they went under a glass table and the other person who was doing the shitting was on top of the glass table and they shit so big that the table smashed <laughs> and glass and shit got in this guy's face. Man. And he had to go to the... the was like, your teacher like my older cousin at age that's nine what I mean. or something? Like, we were in year five. What's that, 12 years old? Yeah. And he's like, I fucking rule, guy. <laughs> he's like, and they're all like... Are they all like... like be careful when having sex. All these safety things. Oh, like not there was in all the slightest. <laughs> no, like, like, if you can do you... this or worse, I might respect you. <laughs> <laughs> That's unreal. Yeah. So was great. he like, was he, you know, leather jacket leaning against the Toronto? He looked a lot like a, a humanized version of Crossy the Clown. He had like a bulbous <laughs> head. He had like the Mr. Burns so hair, but worse. quite curly <laughs> so and out there. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Thought yeah. he was a real ladies' man, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was bananas. That's creepy as shit. That's crazy. Yeah. That, that wouldn't last. I mean, prob- and he was probably like our age now, but back then, right? Yeah, yeah, he would have been. That's right. All of our ages, right? Yeah, we're all the same. Actually, yeah, yeah we are quite similar. Man, it sucks hanging out with people in their mid twenties. <laughs> 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 the worst. When you talk about bring up your civic videos. Story, <laughs> yeah. like, what uh, civic what video? What is that, Oscar? Take it back to Goldeneye, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Uh, the, the thing is, like, cancel culture is overblown and whatever. But like, that wouldn't survive today. That teacher couldn't be sitting there telling sex stories at school. No, I and, feel and like, rightly so. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. There is some positives. <laughs> yeah. to, like, he shouldn't have been there then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> have but back then, if you went over, people and told throw you don't. like it was the 90s around, like it was the 1800s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was the 90s. No. <laughs> but if I was were everywhere and cigarettes before bars, <laughs> it's like that was also like the. I mean, like the. The mark of class on a substitute teacher back in the day used to be like how little they'd let you get away with. Like, you know, like, yeah. like we had one that this guy, Mr. Lyle, 
and he was from and like this was when I was in Holland and he was like uh, he was like a black guy from New York uh, who like we just had never seen that we're like holy fuck this guy rules he has like <laughs> yeah. dreadlocks and he's like hey how's it going I'm this and he was like real cool and like one of the episodes yeah one of not one of the episodes I made this up Jamie he goes it was like how you going it was so cool <laughs> Sorry, this Man, is, that is cool. This is my spec script, School of Hard Knockers. Uh, but yeah, he was just like, he was like, you guys like The Simpsons? And we're like, hell yeah, man. We love The Simpsons. He's just like, you know, there's this new series, Futurama. And he just got a tape out from his bag and put on the pilot to Futurama. We're oh, like, wow. This is the apex of education. <laughs> like, we sat there and we we're like, we're like, our uh, next teacher got back and we're like, when's Mr. Lyle coming back? We don't want to learn history. We want to watch Futurama. He had the, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. My teachers were so stupid that I don't know how old I, this is showing, but back when they used to connect like a VHS player to a TV, it would come up on the screen, press OK to start. <laughs> and some teachers would press the TV. <laughs> <laughs> We had yeah. Well, we oh, used to have man. like I don't know about you guys, but when computer class was like new for our high school, and so they didn't have any computer teachers, so they just got the woodwork teachers to teach computers. <laughs> oh, they're so similar. It's like so the most rudimentary version of everything. You know, chips, wood, and like they were pretty. The woodwork guys were pretty dumb. <laughs> To start with, do you know what I mean? And uh, they just had no idea and they were so befuddled and we used to just like, you could do this combination or turn the screen upside down on the computer. It's like your monitor would just be upside down and then he just would have to sit there and look at it and he didn't know how to undo it. And so we would just fuck around all the time. Like we just had this like captive teacher who had no idea how to com fix computers and all the kids could have taught the class. You know what I mean? Oh, you grow up with fucking I love computers. incompetent teachers. They're yeah. my favourite thing in the world. We used to have this one that we'd all organise like pranks in very inverted commas mm. on just to fuck with their mental health over the whole year. <laughs> so like we do things where like we'd all bring in a glue stick and say, we brought that glue stick and you asked us to bring in, sir. And he's like, no, I didn't. <laughs> like, no, you did. Why else would everyone have this specific glue stick? <laughs> well, like we just move certain it's parts of the- very strange yeah. prank. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, just I like to deeply get into their psychology. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> we fucked with oh, so man. many teachers. We had a fun, We, me and my friend um, G used to always- um, G up teachers and we had one where the guy um, had written out all the maths work, all the work that he wanted us to do on the blackboard. And then I was sitting over here and I was like, sir, I'm having a bit of trouble with this like one specific thing. And so while I'm distracting my friend, Chris, uh, AKG, he army crawls to the front, gets up and just like silently wipes all the work that he's just spent like, I don't know, a good 10 minutes riding up and then fucking army crawls back. And as oh, soon as he sits in his chair, I'm like, got it. And then he turns around. <laughs> Everyone's just like, you know, just like, we're not, we're not saying anything. And was, what on oh, earth could you so mean, confused. sir? <laughs> I don't know how you could grow up to want to be a teacher. Like, we used oh to, my God. Like, even the teachers we respect, we had this teacher called Mr. T. I know how you could be. <laughs> my wife's T. a very beautiful teacher. Well, she mustn't have yeah. seen all that, I guess. Maybe <laughs> oh, she probably went not. to a nice school. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I would... In my school, like, I don't know how anyone could want to be I think she just believes be in education, which, like, when she first told me that, I was like, okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I do, too. I just wouldn't want to put myself through idiot 15-year-olds yeah. to think they're yeah. hilarious, you know? Oh, yeah, but, that's you know. why she, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. We, like, we, like, we had, yeah, it was a teacher called Mr. T, and we loved him, but we used to Mr. take... Mr. T? Yeah, Brian, I can see Mr. This going, Travis. So. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't a black guy, so I didn't think he was cool, like Jamie, automatically. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. Sorry for being woke. <laughs> 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 
But he, uh, we used to just take bets on what colour T-shirt he'd wear every day. And he had like five. He had like yellow, light blue, red. And we used to just do like pole, like straw before every maths class. And he'd just walk in with his yellow shirt and people would get up and cheer. And he had no idea for like half a year. He just thought six random people would stand up and cheer and high five. And he would just sigh and be like, I pity you fools. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, he'd be like, hey, Thursday... Uh, Mr. T, what are you, that lavender shirt you wear is really good. Why don't you wear that on Thursday? Like, and he still was so stupid. <laughs> oh, but we man. liked it. Like, we respected him. And that was the core yeah, level yeah. of respect. Yeah, we had a similar that. thing where, like, I think around year nine or year ten, uh, the movie Donnie Brasco came out. Mm. So everyone Great was movie. like, Donnie Bosco, Donnie Bosco. And my teacher, who thought he was, like, real slick with the ladies, and, like, I'm kind of youngish in my mid-30s. <laughs> Like myself, <laughs> and he'd be like, "Oh, how's it going there, Donny Bosco?" <laughs> Donny. So we'd take bets on like how many times in a lesson he would say Donny Bosco, <laughs> and if you get close, like as you were walking out the door, you'd be like, "So what do you think about Simon?" So I was like, "Oh, Donny Bosco, bad." <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you're buying the sausage roll on a roll with sauce today, <laughs> man. When, when I, the first time I saw Donny Brasco, there's a scene in there where the, I think the, like Al Pacino is telling um, who's the main guy who plays Johnny Depp, Johnny Johnny Depp. Depp. and he's t- telling him that he shouldn't carry his money. In a wallet and he'd carry it in a clip. Oh, yeah. And so I immediately got rid of my wallet and I was like, I can't. Oh, that is the most true Bensley thing. I don't know Bart Simpson chain wallet. You're going, I I had a Bart Simpson chain wallet. (laughs) Dude, it was a Velcro wallet for sure. (laughs) And then, like, the first time I was at the shops with mum, I, like, pulled my fucking wad out and mum's like, what the fuck are you doing? Get a wallet. Get you. You get your wallet back. I was like, yes, man. <laughs> Straight back in the wallet. What Al Pacino said. This <laughs> <laughs> has got your dollar my account slips in. Just <laughs> <laughs> carrying around a dollar my dinosaur. I with put in $3.50 box. last week for Molly <laughs> Unplugs the bottom of it. Uh, <laughs> you got a money clip. <laughs> yeah. We got Samra. Uh, I mean, Jamie, you have something on. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's more Well, first I wanted to ask Bosco about Ferragosto. Oh, wonderful. Which is... Yes. Uh, which is an Italian cultural celebration in yeah. Five Dock every year. Very mm. true. Yeah, Fedegosto kind of happens uh, down Great North Road and kind of like spills out down to the park. Five Dock Park has like one of the best skate areas that I've seen and it's in Wogville. It makes no <laughs> sense <laughs> to put something like that in yeah. there. But yeah, but they've got it. And it was just like, it was kind of like what you imagine like walking down Jersey Shore boardwalk during like a festival would be like, mm. it's all woggy shit. It's overtly Italian. You'll right? see different kind of groups of like in very inverted commas again, gangs of like the, Oh, there's those like wogs and there's those wogs right. and they're the ones. Okay. Yeah. And there might be like something to spice up throughout the day. You might see if there's going to be a fight occurring, oh. which is always, Ooh. it was, it was fights or people showing off their sound systems. Those were the two <laughs> biggest. <laughs> If you could, if you could play Genuine's Pony, <laughs> disturb up to three suburbs while doing it, you were King Dago, man. As far as we were concerned, is the fighting between? Is it split with like, oh, it's the Haberfield or the Leichhardt Italians or the fucking? Um, Abbots- I think it was just the groups you kind of attach yourself to. Like everyone wanted to be in the cool gang, but obviously not everyone could be in the cool gang. So then the splinter factions would then fight amongst mm-hmm. the ones that could afford like the most hotted up Supra. Because that mental life. And then yeah. Donnie Bosco went deep undercover. Oh, boy. I hung out with Asians. I hung out with Aussies. I hung out with everyone. I did have, like, a little stint in a few different cultural groups. Yeah. Uh, for a, Asians were fun. Oh, God. This is, <laughs> this is the worst. This is, gonna, this is just we hit 30 and then it's boo. <laughs> and then it's suddenly it's like 59 minutes. This has been a 25-minute long beep. <laughs> Play Baby Elephant Walk again. 
<laughs> but yeah, because it was like hanging out in the city and playing video games, oh, yeah, which was very yeah. much my like jam and doing that kind of thing. Well, Aussies was like that. That taught me to get the rowdiest when I was a teenager. You knew like, that were Aussies, not skippies. With Oz- oh, that was skips, but man, they were like racism was so chill back then. Yeah, like I remember once I tried to get into my friend's house, who was all Aussies inside, and I was wearing like an Adidas tracksuit. Ah, uh, because I thought it was Daniel Muggleton, <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, and I buzzed the doorbell, and they were wealthy enough to have like one of those cameras that can see you. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. we're not letting you in unless you take it all off. And I was like, ah, oh, very funny guys. And like half an hour passed, and they didn't open the door. So I was like, <laughs> looks like I'm getting down to my satin box. Because <laughs> everything was satin boxes. Oh, yeah, oh I love yeah. satin boxes. Why? Back in the day. It would just make ball swamp. They, it yeah, they were bad. It felt like you'd uh, like you'd moved into an adulthood. It was like yeah, now yeah. you were the next echelon of. Although I still had like Looney Tunes satin boxes. You know, I had like Tweety Bird on them. Like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. an adult. Yeah. Tazzy Devil was yeah, a big yeah. one. Cart- Actually, do you have a Cartman one? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else am I gonna buy me for Christmas? <laughs> hey, if I'm making out with a chick, I wanted to respect my authority. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I mentioned it in the very first episode of this podcast, but I had a pair of silk boxes that had the Mastercard credit logo on it, and they said Mister Hard. I'm like, that is, my mum, my mum bought them for me. As well. She's like, so see, Jamie, people know you have the hardest penis in town. Uh, every time, like, I go to a school dance and I'd look nice. Mum didn't have the like she understood English like ninety percent, but some words like evaded her, and she'd be like, "You're looking very spoofy this evening." <laughs> <laughs> like a carpet of yeah. silly <laughs> Little did she know how correct she was. <laughs> So but yeah, so yeah. Farragosso seems like pretty cool because there's like a lot of store stalls and stuff selling like oh, all yeah. the local merchants. Where it's like from what I've heard, like like you said, like it's everything Italian. So they're like, everything. yeah. So over here we've just got like a bunch of fucking Fiats lying around. <laughs> like you can have a look at them, you can or sit in them. Fix it again, Tonys, if you're my yeah. dad. <laughs> <laughs> you need two Alphas, mate. One to drive and one to have in the mechanics. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, boys? They talk about all like the a lot of people like perform there and stuff so like i believe like one of the big uh like comics on that circuit was joe avardi he performed oh, there in the dude. last couple of years and then they were like going on about like some singer being like this guy is uh, singing here and he's doing all the classics and i was like who is this guy is he just like some famous town guy and he was like no nah, it's a guy that finished like third in one season of australia's got talent so he's just doing like frank sinatra songs and stuff yes. but like it, you know like it it sounds like a lot of fun and it's pretty big and like I think because of COVID, like they they junked it for 2020, obviously, and then in 2021 it came back and put it. In, I think it's in August in 2022. Oh, it's going oh, back in a big good. way. We should all go. Yeah, yeah, it's it's go. 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 Like I mean, yeah, at the very it. least, you're going to be very well fed by the end. Of <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, a big punch of Tony by the end. Food. Of the and, and, and it's uh, and it's just five dog because there's a lot of Italian. Like yeah, you were saying like Haberfield yeah, and Leichhardt and Haberfield's great. Haberfield was where I spent like my late teens and 20s mm. like there's a huge long park there and we do shit like shoot potato guns and you oh, guys yeah. oh, all right yeah. stop Ooh. auditioning for a second episode <laughs> <laughs> we'll book you <laughs> we don't know anyone from haberfield <laughs> i just want to do overly let's come to room in sydney um but yeah no haberfield was great haberfield was uh, haberfield's kind of got like a weird mafia undertone to it i did read that there's some Italian. It was uh, a book, right? Book. Yeah. And he re- and he, it was Five Dog, actually, but, you know, obviously that area where it was a guy, Italian anti mafia politician who headed the anti mafia, like, you know, one of the commissions that they did. Um, 
And he basically, after it all, he was famous as sort of cracking down the mafia and he released a book that said that the mafia are trying to expand all these countries and in Australia they've headquartered five docking, named it. So he said that, like, <laughs> wow. the, yeah, and didn't give any more details. So he might have just been selling t- books, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. But basically just called out and said there's a bunch of, like, Italian, not just, like, tough guys yeah, who are Italian. Yeah, it could have been Russian. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I saw that and then, like, I found an article on, like, Domain of all places where it was like, <laughs> five dock, what a beautiful place to live. And they're... So like uh, they had mentioned that fact that like some this Italian guy basically said like if I were the mafia where I would expand my territory is five dock and that I think is where they're going to go and so this reporter from Domain goes to like goes to five dock and then goes to like one of you know like the cafes where all like the Italian men are sitting sipping yeah. espressos as like the old guys <laughs> and mentions that and they they're all like. No, that's not happening here. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah. Go ask Italians to rat. That's what we love. <laughs> we love giving up information. <laughs> to, to real estate journalist. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you can explain a joke to me in The Simpsons that I never quite got. <laughs> I'd love to. As Al Jean, executive producer of season three of The Simpsons. It's the St. Patrick's Day in the episode, and he's like, St. Patrick's Day, the day where everyone's a little Irish, except calls the gays and the Italians. Mm. Can you can you decipher that? I've been trying to figure that out in my head, and I thought maybe I assume it's just because like there's an Irish American Irish Italian thing going on in cities like, like New York and Boston, where it's like, oh, you're either one or the other. Yeah, right. Okay, perfect. But I mean, I could be very wrong. I think oh, that's no. right as well. I'm glad I took like a whole be- minute of this podcast. I'll <laughs> <laughs> lay that. I'm sorry, guys. Simpsons I just thought days. maybe we had, I, I know we had some. Fun. I do have something. I, yeah, I have something about a. We're famous for covering priests and their poor behaviour. <laughs> and uh, so we've got, I've got here a guy, a parish priest, who lied to his flock about having cancer, used money they gave him to help pay for a trip to Lourdes in France for a miracle cure. So this guy, his name is uh, Father Richard Abujali, and he, he lied about having prostate cancer. And so his lies were uncovered, and he was condemned and labelled delusional by Cardinal George Pell. Wow. And so, like, one of the... Rare instances where you want George Pell to be like, that person's delusional. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the only one. (laughs) And so he was suspended from all his duties at uh, All Hallows Parish Church at Five Dock in Sydney's inner west. And it said parishioners have been left bewildered and hurt by the actions of the 29-year-old priest. So this was back in like... uh, 29. Yeah, and this was also back in like the mid to late like 2000, so 2006, 2007. And they said they welcomed him into their hearts and homes when he was ordained last year. And they... um, so then, like, they interviewed some parishioners and one said, uh, we all believed he had prostate cancer. <laughs> and then we just, we just thought he was having a tough time. And that was it, he wasn't, Jesus. yeah, <laughs> and that he wasn't going to make it. Everyone loved him. And it said, when Father Abujali was ordained, he was pictured on the front page of the Catholic Weekly and was quoted as saying that he wanted to show the truth and beauty of our faith and prayed for all the people I'll come into contact with during my life as a priest. They said his enthusiasm won uh, people over and he still features prominently on the Youth Alive Facebook page as the one and only Father Rich. He is busy promoting World Youth Day among us and is really cool. <laughs> this is the- <laughs> Quite weird to go 29 going for prostate, which is an old man. Yeah, yeah exactly. You gotta go to ball cancer, I mean, like, or skin cancer. Yeah, but that's probably the first red flag, right? Yeah. Like, where he's like, yeah, I've got this thing. Yeah. But it said, like, a distressed parishioners rallied to support Father Abujali when they heard he had prostate cancer and was looking for a religious miracle to beat the illness. So, <laughs> I what I should it. say is, like, Lords in France at the time was like, I, I, I think it has, like, some special connection with, like, uh, that faith where they're like, you go there and it has, like, a religious power. 
able to heal. So he it's was like mecca for people. Yeah, so he was yeah, like, yeah, he was like, give me money to go there, and I'll cure me prostate cancer. And they're like, yeah, also, I've heard, right. it, I heard Disneyland helps as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that Mulan Rouge. The prostate will hate it, you know. Like. I'd love to know who's signing up now to be a priest. It's like, very. It must be dwindling. Or, you know, 50 years ago, they would have been doing like Australian Idol for priests. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It would have been, you know, it'd be like, we got to get, you know, but now it's like whoever been walks in the door. Tied five Sunday sermon. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Guys, forgiveness, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Andrew G behind stage, you know. But now I reckon you're right. I reckon just, if I rocked up and I'm like, can't be a priest, I'd be like, sure, yeah, come on up. Yeah. Shut the door, sign the whole I think they'd ask you one or two questions first. <laughs> that would be specific. They'd just be like, you don't have any kind of, you could pass a working with children. Check. <laughs> My, yeah, they. Uh, um, yeah, but so. anyway, so like one of the parishioners said, like it was a bit of a shock to me that he wasn't really that ill at all. Everyone was a little bit upset when they found out he was lying. And then she furthers the quote by saying, "I think people just got upset because there was money involved. <laughs> 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 so like, they weren't mad that he faked cancer. They were mad that they donated." <laughs> I could have bought some Zappos with that too. Yeah. <laughs> so he basically said, like, when he got ordained, like, parishioners, friends and family all followed Catholic tradition and presented him with gifts of money. Then a few months later, he is understood to have used some of the money to help pay for his tri- trip to seek a cure at Lourdes in France. And at his punch bowl home, Father Abu Jaili said, I have nothing to say. You'll have to talk to the chancery. So he was like... He was no commenting the fuck out of this, basically. And then it said privately he had confided that the prostate cancer rumor snowballed because he was too embarrassed to admit he had a prostate problem that could be mistakenly linked to a sexually transmitted disease. So mm-hmm. he he got an STI and then was like, oh, fuck, it's prostate cancer. Oh, yeah. and like, and you know, he, that old chestnut. Because he shouldn't be boning, right? He's a pastor. Uh, I believe so, yeah. yeah. But can, you get, can you get prostate STIs from straight you get, like, sex? Prostate infections right yeah i'm okay. sure there's something you can do with the old codger you yeah, know and i finally like, fuck i'll let you guys know <laughs> <laughs> just need 28 more friends <laughs> so that that was the article in like 2007 and then uh, and then there was one in 2008 saying like um a parish priest who lied to a sydney flock about having cancer had already been sent home from an american seminary for telling similar lies oh, uh, so oh, he was condemned by cardinal pell again <laughs> for oh. lying because he was in he was i think he was in new jersey no he was in lincoln nebraska so Sorry. And he'd done the. I often confused. <laughs> I was like Italian two suburb. Two over, you know? I was Italian suburb. Got yourself a gun by the surprise. <laughs> I was playing in my head. But like, so he'd done that in Lincoln, Nebraska. And then in a great twist, so. 2007, 2008, it's revealed that he's actually done this before. He resurfaces again in 2010, where he appeared to have like been quietly shuffled off by the church to work in WA to do some work under, you know, the church. So. He was saying, like, basically the church was like, hey, man, like, not on, but we'll keep you in here. Just go quietly to Western Australia. And so he had this uh, spiritual advisor called Father John Flader, who was the director of the Catholic Adult Education Center. And he said he was very confident the priest would not lie about anything serious again. All he did was to lie, and that's not a good thing. He was very, very repentant of that, and being as repentant as he was, he is not going to reoffend again. Mm-hmm. This is what Father Flader said. Foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, he, but it says like Father Flader was confident Father Abujali would not lie a third time. We can never be sure, and we are all human. But I think in any serious matter, he knows the serious consequences, and he will not lie about anything serious again. <laughs> but then it came out there was no proof that the church had actually sent him to WA because he had been deregistered 
registered as a priest in 2008 for that initial lie. So he had just gone over there and was doing work and be like, <laughs> oh, I was sent here. Fucking, Off the books. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> bit of cash in hand. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's like a guy being like, oh, my. Like, he's just like, yeah, my reference, Cardinal Pell, give him a call. People are like, oh, he must be pretty well in, you know? Yeah. So he had been lying about that as well. This guy's the best liar in the world. And so then, this is 2010. He pops up again in the news in 2015. <laughs> A disgraced priest banned from the ministry for faking he had cancer tried to have his sentence for driving offences reduced by claiming he needed his licence to visit his flock. And so <laughs> now this guy is 37. He shows up to court wearing a... flock a- of cancer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he shows up to court and he's wearing, like, the clerical collar. <laughs> Oh, that's and, really and, cool. and he claims to be a priest of the Sydney Archdiocese. It's a religious neck brace. Yeah. <laughs> he appears in Bankstown local court with the thing on being like, I'm a fucking priest, you know? And uh, then it says... <laughs> Turns out in the Pope mobile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then so I spoke... So he's doing this being like, well, you know, you got to let me off my speeding ticket. So I've, look at the fucking white piece Come of paper on. around my neck. Yeah, and then he says, but a spokeswoman is. for the Sydney Archdiocese said that Abu Jali had his faculties as a priest withdrawn in 2007 and said they were extremely concerned that he was claiming to be a working clergyman. So basically, he was banned from practicing forever, basically, after the prostate cancer thing. And then um, the magistrate asked Abu Jali in court if he had any paperwork to verify that he was a member of the clergy. And Abu Jali's yeah, like... Yeah, the paperwork, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's in my laughs> essentially, yeah, he's like... Yeah, yeah, the collar thing. And they're like, anything else? And he's like, oh, not on me, you know? And so then he, so what he told, he told the magistrate. He's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like uh, can we have a recess? My prostate's hurting. Yeah. <laughs> he told the magistrate, right, that he had been on a return trip to hear the confession of an elderly par- parishioner, which is when he was caught doing 100 kilometers an hour in a 70 kilometer zone. And he suggested that the, so this guy suggested that uh, the parishioner must have been in urgent need of absolution and then so the priest goes it was an urgent confession was it you needed to speed no sorry the judge says it was an urgent confession was it you needed to speed over there as well and he's like yeah dude and so his police sheet like listed like all these occupations but basically a lot of them are falsified and he's also had several prior driving convictions which i think he also claimed were to visit people who were confessing and needed to confess or he's like fuck you know like he sees the priest symbol in the air and he jumps into yeah. the priest mobile <laughs> he jumps off and it, yeah so he's been done also like driving 30 kilometers over the speed limit a bunch of times this time he's trying to get out of the fine and he asked for leniency claiming he was taking up a long-term position in Albury and would need his license to visit his families on a pastoral level and he says if I may be able to drive in a relatively short time or be given an excess penalty I will give you my sincere word I won't do it again <laughs> <laughs> I'm and in Albury, but my followers are in Wodonga. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't expect me to get Come in there. So he got it got it got thrown out. The, like the judge was like, "No, you're full <laughs> of shit." He gave him a suspended license, disqualified him from driving, fined him a bunch of money, and then the papers tried to reach him for comment, and they couldn't do it. So this is a a guy who went from prostate cancer to be like, "No, I'm speeding because I someone's on the deathbed. They, <laughs> they've got to absolve themselves about rubbing themselves into the civic video." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's who founded. Five Doc. <laughs> was that I, I have a little bit of history very quickly. Oh, a famous uh, Five Doc resident. Uh, 
Peter Dodds McCormick. Oh, Peter. Yeah. Very know? Italian name. No, no, yeah. <laughs> this is before they. Oh, Paddy uh, McCormick is Before here. they turned up, okay? Yeah. And this is uh, the kind of thing about it's except for the gays in the Italian. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this guy was Scottish, so which would have been yeah. the Italian of the, you know. Like, Get them out of here. So, <laughs> Scottish, born in the mid 30s, 1830, sorry. Uh, so, very long ago. Migrated to Sydney, 1855. He was there. He sort of did a bunch of things, and then he was he was in a few musical societies. Then he was headmaster of Five Dog Public School. Oh yes, oh. so you know this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I then used to do Italian school on weekends at Five Dog Public School. By oh. the way, I'm that sad. But you'd keep, you'd learn the gestures. And oh, everything. I had the white shirt with the little the neck scarf. And yeah. I, I could learn Italian, but I couldn't make friends. That was, <laughs> that was the whole weekend, basically. Well, this guy, this would have been way before the Italians got there. So he's a, he's an amateur songwriter, and he goes to a concert one night, and on the bus home from the concert, he decides to pen a little song called "Advance Australia Fair." What? Yeah. So this was the headmaster of Five Dot Public School, and he went to a concert. How lame is this concert? He went to a concert that was like a. National anthems of, of around the world. So he went there. <laughs> and he, what, he turned up with his own? No, he just he went to it like, this would be a great night out, darling. Come on, you know. God, I hope oh, they do Poland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't done it yet. Surely they do it. They're going off. What? That's their new <laughs> if they bring them out for an encore, Poland. <laughs> Come on, Poland. So he went and they played all the anthems and he said, it was a fantastic night. Um, and But I left very upset and aggrieved that there was no one from Australia. It made me realise, you know, because obviously I had God Save the Queen, but that was the English anthem at the time mm. as well. So I'm literally on the bus home, um, he, like fucking Eminem. Look, you only get one shot. <laughs> <laughs> and even funnier. One uh, country. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, even funnier to me is, uh, so he wrote this uh, the, the song and then he published it in 1878 but he published it under a pen name, Amicus. <laughs> so it's just like a rap name, you know what I mean? <laughs> La- Latin for friend, by the way. So, oh, right. yeah. <laughs> so I think yeah. we finally got to 30. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got 30 friends. So like, he's like, but this is by Amicus. Got it. That's Australia Fair, you know, check it out. Yeah. So he publishes it and um, this is 1878. And then sort of people are like, oh, fuck yeah, let's get on to this. And then 1901, it played at the inauguration of the of the Federation, the Commonwealth of Australia, but still wasn't like a, a, a the anthem or anything. It was just sort of a, a, one of the only songs that had the word Australia in effect. Right. Do you know what I mean? Every other song was just British bullshit or whatever. And uh, then in uh, the Australian, the ABC started using. So it's like the land down under, like drunk. Australians are yes. all singing Advanced Australia yeah. Fair at the pub. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. For we are your yeah. We are young. <laughs> um, and then in uh, this ABC starts using it before the news bulletin, right? Oh. So here they're like, oh, it's fucking, let's play, like, it's fucking, yeah. let's stand up for the anthem before the fucking yeah. news, which is quite weird. And then, so it's getting a little bit of traction as just this song. And then in 73. Then did a remix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 73. Um, Whitlam's like, we need an anthem. We need it because we still have the God Save the Queen. We need to separate ourselves, da-da-da. So the, the Gough Whitlam did a uh, contest, the government did a contest, which was dubbed the Australian National Anthem Quest. was held in two stages. Let's get a new anthem. And they got a bunch of uh, entries and they were like, these are all shit, you know? <laughs> so they went, like, literally new songs, like not submitting songs you know, like yeah. can you write a new song? And they were just all garbage. So they were like, fuck it, let's just do an opinion poll, throw out their... 
Vans Australia Fair waltzing like Matilda. Sun in Cuba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vans Australia Fair waltzing Matilda. And a song called The Song of Australia. Have you guys ever heard of this? No. Yeah. This but can I just quickly add, yeah. uh, I've named every bong that I've ever had Cough Whitlam. <laughs> Please continue. <Yes. laughs> he also did a reference for, can we name this bong, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> cool so, uh, funnily enough, in like the 1800s as well, the South Australian newspaper announced a competition to create an anthem. Uh, and they and someone wrote in this and created the song of Australia. So South Australia had their own shitty anthem for a hundred <laughs> years, and it's garbage. It's just it's like all poetry, and, and it's just like there is a land. Did you want to read it? Yeah. If you do, this is something I brought. <laughs> the world's hottest chips. I'm not gonna- <laughs> Would you like that. to eat one of the world's no. hottest chips and then try to read the anthem? I'll do if someone else has one. I'll do it too then. Hey. Believe it or not, I actually did this on my old podcast as well. Oh, really? And they are very hot. But yeah. I, I I'll Sha- do one if you guys. I do saw one. Shaq literally melt down, uh, and I'm like, if Shaq's struggling, I'll, I'll need to go to hospital. Okay. <laughs> I'm having a bite. I'm not having the whole thing. This one's huge. <laughs> <laughs> I'll trade you. Okay. Oh fuck. All right, well, let's hey, eat guys. this. That's all I'm having. <laughs> oh, wonderful. I have oh, that. man. It's oh, no, I bit the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, man. The Song of Australia <laughs> by Mrs. Caroline Carlton. Who? <laughs> oh, this sucks. Go on, go on, <laughs> <laughs> this sucks even more. <laughs> Just the lyrics. I can't taste that shit. <laughs> uh, there is a land where summer skies are gleaming with a thousand eyes, blending in <laughs> witching harmonies and grassy knoll of forest heights and a flushing in the rosy lights and all above is azure bright. There is a land where honey. This is, this is how flowery and stupid it is. It just goes on like this about I mean, it's flowers. It's an advanced Australia. Ah, uh, but it's just, there is a land where honey flows, where laughing corn luxuriant grows. Oh, Ooh, this fucking chip. Luxuriant. Tell you that. <laughs> land, <laughs> of, <laughs> land of the myrtle. Yeah, speaking of corn and the <laughs> rose on hill and plain and clustering vine is. Kirk's having a heart attack. I, by I, the way. I got, I've got <laughs> the hiccup. Third time is gushing. Uh, listen to this. Uh, on hill and plain with clustering vine is gushing out with purple wine. Gushing is better than good. Oh, we had a yeah, yeah. with gush. I think that's the preferred yeah. And one. cups are quaffed to thee and thine. There is a Quoth? land. We turned that one down? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is a land where treasures shine deep in the dark, unfathomed mine for worshippers at Mammon Shrine where gold lies hid <laughs> and rubies it gleam. It sounds like Edgar Allan Poe, but so, if it was done by a it's fucking It's just poetry. Mom. It's just like outback poets. Nothing like national or, you know, like yeah. about the country. It's just literally just like... How can yeah. I have the word betwixt into a yeah, sentence? Yeah. And oh, someone opened that for me. I'm struggling. Damn you, Simon Bosco. Oh, oh, man. I, honestly, no, I, I did it so that you could write in the heading the hottest podcast we've done. <laughs> 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 so thank you very much. There is. I had one little quarter as well. That is so I had the whole odd. thing. Yeah, Jamie's I think I'm past the worst yeah. of it. No, I have a part. It gave me the hiccups for a minute. We're the about worst, to recreate the death of Tommy, Tommy Cooper video like, <laughs> on our podcast. Oh, Jamie's about to so carcass. spicy. Fuck. It is pretty spicy. And even harder wings. There is a. It just goes on. It goes on. A nation's hidden minstrel. It's just minstrelly. Um, oh, great! Mingling with a melody, the land where flowing free from mountaintop to girding sea. It says girdling, oh. not gird, <laughs> but girdling. Oh, girdling. Um, the proud flag waves exuberantly. It's just so stupid. It's so shit. And then they did a referendum. Um, <clears throat> God save the queen was still the de facto uh, regal anthem. Vance Australia Fair. Sorry, it's a plebiscite, not for referendum. Song of Australia, Waltzing Matilda. And um, and every state voted. 
South Australia voted for that garbage. Song of Australia, 33%. Interesting that Waltzing Matilda didn't Yeah, rank. I thought that would have got it. Well, you know who voted for Waltzing Matilda? The ACT. Hey! Yeah. 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 Like 40 people back <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, literally. So they had 48% for Waltzing Matilda. Waltzing Matilda did pretty well, but Spencer Australia Fair won in every other state. Oh, 40, so what year did this happen again? That was 77 was a plebiscite. Oh, speak. Uh, do you have... If we don't have much time, I won't get into it. No, no, we got no, no, no. I'll wrap this. Is this is just yeah? No, oh, but this, this is it. But then the song of Australia. When everyone was like reviewing it, because everyone, like, what the fuck, song of Australia? And then they're like, this is our song, our Australian song. You might like it. Here, listen to my mixtape. You know, <laughs> we all talk like that back then. And everybody, everyone was complaining about it, and they're like, it's stupid. This is dumb. Someone was complaining that it was too flowery. It was about the scene, you know, all the scenery. It wasn't about nationalness, uh, you know, na- you know, patriotic stuff. And there was no mention of sheep in there. So someone was complaining, yeah, like, if, was we're gonna, if we're going to talk about the outback, where are the sheep in there, you know? Someone wants to fuck a sheep. Yeah. <laughs> so that, so that, anyway, so then the wow. Stranger's Australia Fair won and became the anthem, um, and it was Peter Penned Dodds. by someone from Five Peter Dog. Dodds McCormick, the headmaster of Five Dog Public School. That's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. So what did you have on it? Oh, I watched, have you guys Woo-hoo. seen a documentary called Not Quite Hollywood? It's a Yeah, the Australian yeah, film Yeah, I watched that recently. Like, the Australian film industry in the 70s was so, like, like, just gratuitously nuts. violent yeah. and oh, pornographic. Yeah. Have you ever seen like so Alvin hard. Purple? That no, yeah, Alvin Purple used to be on the Comedy Channel all yeah. the time. Yeah. Is that we used it. to be such Crazy. bad cunts, and now what the fuck well, are we when making? Was, when like, was Bad Boy Bobby? <laughs> bad Boy Bobby would have been the eighties. Eighties, right? Because my friends like saw that, and then they were like blown. Like that was a joke. Like that was not a joke, but it was like. This is the craziest film of all time. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's bonkers. It's, it's bonkers. like almost it's as crazy stupid. as what we've been watching. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the other one, but we used yeah. to have like this famous like uh, in Holland. Mm. Like my my friend Callum, he was a Scottish bloke, and he used to tell us this thing that we were sure was an urban legend. Where he's like, my dad has got this tape, and it's called Wicked Willie because like Willie in England is slang for penis. Right, I did too. Yeah, I think <laughs> it came over. That. I didn't know that. Oh, I can. Yeah, because. <laughs> Willie, some kid in school came up to me and said, Willie Wanker. And I went, all right. And I yeah. asked my yeah. mum what Willie Wanker was. And she said, it's someone who likes to have fun. Well, when you so I went back to school and said, I'm a wanker. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, who doesn't like to have fun? Sorry. But yeah. yeah. Well, you said F- Fiat was uh, Ford's. Uh, fix it again, yeah. BMW's Batman's Willie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so yeah, he he swore that he had this tape called Wicked Willie. And we were all like 10. And he was like, it's a cartoon where the main character is a penis. And we're like, no fucking way. Like, that doesn't exist. And one day he brought it into class at lunch because, like, this was when, like, we're in... We would have been in, like, our equivalent of high school, which was, like, two years behind you guys, I think. And so, like, we would get, like, our classroom to ourselves during lunch. And he put Wicked Willie in the videotape. And it was just literally a cartoon where a Scottish penis, like, was just the main character. <laughs> oh, hey. He just being around me like, hey, we're fucking Wicked Willie. What's going on, guys? And we're like... Okay, well played, touche. Like, <laughs> was it like Postman Pat with a cock, or was it like? Well, a I movie? don't think it was like you know, it wasn't like Postman Pat in the way the where production like, value was much lower. Yeah, but now <laughs> Wicked Willie's like, now we're going to learn our ABCs. <laughs> like, I think it was like a reproductive, like health kind of video, but with uh, like a cheeky Scottish bent on it. You know, oh, oh man, I, I'm not a bent in. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Joyous uh, sex, that's where I look. Yeah. yeah. Did anyone else see uh, that book? And now I'm just going to talk a delusional while a chilly sweat. Anyone else got a blockbuster video? I don't know how you boys had the whole thing. I had one bite and I am that. I thought we were just all doing the whole thing. <laughs> I, was yeah. like, I was too scared. Um, uh, we wouldn't mind a cheeky. We've done it now. Though, we, we, yeah, wrap the, the last Yeah, let's ask Bosco our final two questions. So, Simon, yes. if someone says to you, hey, man, I'm coming down to Five Dock for a 24 hour period and I need an itinerary. 
I need something to do morning, afternoon, and night. What do you tell them? I tell them go check out uh, Hen and Chicken Bay. It's a nice little uh, bay. Um, the Canada Bay Golf Course has a nice Chinese restaurant that's been there for about 40 years. It's yeah. like that sloppy kind of sweet and sour pork. Yeah. The, the best, the best yeah. kind of stuff there is. Um, I'd say get like your Fiat and drive it to 7-Eleven and just hang out the front, man. <laughs> hang out the front. Wait for someone wearing a gold chain and spark up a conversation. I'm pretty sure you I rub my eyes with the chili. <laughs> oh, no. uh, what else do you do? The, across from 7-Eleven, there's a Bikram yoga place. I've never been to it, but I would suggest, you, you know, maybe in, hot yeah. yoga is not a bad idea. I've been trying to meditate a lot lately. Do you want to go wash your face? Oh, uh, yeah, after it's done. Yeah. Um, uh, I'd uh, you got to yeah. think of a night thing. Oh, yeah, nighttime. There's not a lot of nightlife in this. <laughs> <laughs> this is one where the video is going to be much better than your audio. Oh, 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 do you have eye milk? Um, yeah, at nighttime, maybe get yourself um, some nice sushi or Japanese food from there's a place. I think it's called sushi. What about an Italian place? There's also some. The, the Italian places have mostly left uh, Five Dog. There's, there's uh, a really good fish and chip shop in Five Dog, I believe. There is, yeah. There's an even better one just up the road in like Abbotsford that like advertises oh. the best fish and chips in the universe, which Ooh. I'd like to see Tell you research. what, <laughs> tell you what I know about Abbotsford has one, has an anime shop in it. Because it you does. Better, yeah. you better believe I've been an anime at Abbotsford. Yeah. I what got, have you bought from? Uh, well, my friend uh, Toby, who's like one of my best friends. I love for, how we're just like, bragging about all of yeah. our friends. Yeah. <laughs> my friend Toby, who I've got, is uh, he's been, we've been like knew each other growing up because we like Final Fantasy so much and when he gave birth to his child I like went to anime at Abbotsford and got like a little plushie of Cloud from Final Fantasy 7 oh, like, that's lovely. you can wean her to be like us and I assume the wife immediately ripped it <laughs> off threw it in the bin I'm glad we bought that incinerating but, <laughs> yeah. but he occasionally sends me videos of this like delightful little girl playing with my Cloud and I'm like Aww. yeah she's gonna grow up to be a fucking loser <laughs> yesterday on oh no, a two days ago on Facebook Marketplace again depression I was trying to get my way out of it I bought that collection of, do you remember those KFC mugs where it was the Looney Tunes, but it was mm. like 3D? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, 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 so I got like the whole uh, collection <laughs> of that from a woman who had lost her job. So it's nice to be her and great to be me. Oh. And I, I bargained her down a lot. <laughs> <laughs> she was a desperate self. And so, Bosco, our final question before you can oh, yeah, retreat into the bowels of hellfire. Uh, if someone said, oh, no, you've achieved everything you want in your comedy career. Ben oh, yeah. Cotton has left Conchetta to come back to <laughs> He's like Simon Benyman is my first true love. I felt like I've been a fake since I've been striking out on my own. Everly comedy, Conchetta, that's on the past. Let's bring it back to the start. You've achieved everything you ever wanted. Blurbag Two has stormed the nation with Jamie Kirk and Alex White taking roles as little Pee Reese. That's what it was. I remember that. You've achieved everything. You're a rich millionaire now. When all is said and done, would you move back and settle down in Five Dog? I would love to move back and settle down in Five Dog. I moved to Parramatta and they say you can't move back east. Yeah. Like yeah. you have to keep it's going. One way, it's absolutely one way fucking road. true, man. But there's a pool coming up in Parramatta, guys. I'm uh, I'm looking for friends. <laughs> you know, I live in Parramatta. If you have oh, talked about his friends in this episode, people I are gonna think you have friends. too many. I get lonely and I my cats only let me kiss them on their nose. In a desperate uh, search for fun facts, seven Fairlight Street, five dock Sport like is the most uh, return on investment of a house in Australia. Oh my Bought Jesus. in 1959 for eight thousand dollars. Sold last year three and a half million dollars. Fucking hell! Oh, also I don't know Sounds. if you know this, but one of Sydney's top strip clubs is in Five Dog. 
The cabaret, what? the cabaret dancers club at the I Illinois don't Hotel. Know that, Jay. <laughs> I wouldn't have any no, idea. Alex, stop kicking me. <laughs> <laughs> but where's that? Like, from, um, where would that I, I think from? it's on. It's on one of the main roads, but like, but not Great North, right? Because not, not Illinois, not Illinois. It's hotel. the Illinois Hotel. It's like attached to it, and oh, so right. like, uh, it used to be like it was known as like a real seedy strip club, and I think like a couple of <laughs> a couple of like West. I'm glad it got its rep back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey guys, for a strip club, we're real seedy. <laughs> Yeah, but like it was famous, but like, uh, and a couple of, I think West Tigers players got busted yeah, being there Josh during Reynolds, a yeah. drug raid. Ah. And then like, there was this Daily Mail article pretty recently about how like during the pandemic or something, someone had bought the Illinois hotel and had like revamped it. And they were saying like the architect, like, it was Daily Mail. So, you know, it's all sensationalized. It's got those yeah. three bullet points mm. at the top where it's like <laughs> the architect have to have a shower every time he went in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, it's implying it's because of the strip club. But then he was like, no, it was just like disgusting conditions in the pub like yeah it's yeah. fallen into disrepair and so they were doing this huge article about how it's like turned illinois hotel into like this family friendly bar and they've revamped the menu and it looks great now but it also failed to mention that cabaret dancers club is still there like <laughs> it's <insane>. just also <laughs> revamped and like now has a thing being like yeah we've got miss nude australia they're owned by like men's gallery which is like the biggest strip club in Sydney. They had to fuse the pokey room and the strip room together. (laughs) (laughs) Bring your kids to the strip, drop them off in the the playpen. It sounds like they've just done an expensive remodeling on the strip club as well. Oh, man. Great. But, yeah, so that's a place to go after midnight. Yeah, they got the old Civic... uh, a fucking movies carpet yeah, yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. that in there. Yeah. So, the Bosco, we'll let you go wash club. your hands in just one second, but we have two more hours to go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything you want to plug? Um, Absolutely not, no. Just thank you so much for having me. And, oh, um, nice. Yeah, I, I hope you, you guys... Follow you, what's your Insta and stuff? You do stuff on... Yeah, I do Insta, but... You, I mean, my follow Bosco. Si- my name's Simon Bosco. If you want to follow me on stuff, that'd so be really funny. cool. Can you still find your, your podcast? My podcast is still on SoundCloud. Yeah, it's called the Hip Hop shit slot podcast um uh go very knowledgeable about hip-hop we love i hip-hop. am Get yeah i'd love to pick it back up again and i think maybe you guys have uh lit the fire under my oh, yeah. no that's just the big chip door you guys might have lit the fire in, in my eyeballs and alex's toilet in about two and a half minutes your irises sweat often but yeah but no yeah just you know some boss go follow me on stuff message me say hi i'll i'll mess yeah one of the friendliest guys in the world always looking for new friends yeah Yeah, i just like people succeeding and um having happy lives and you know what you could do for us you could leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Absolutely. Yeah. We've been getting a bunch. They're lovely. We release this every Monday and every Tuesday, full video on YouTube. We are on all socials as some variation of Community Notice Board Podcast. Yes. Uh, please drop us lines on there. We got a great comment on the YouTube the other day. Yeah, about we, we've learned a few things about misbehavior and... We your learned a few misbehavior. Well, we got called out. Is that what you <laughs> no, mean? No, no, someone no, was no. talking about <laughs> the rock oh. fight and stick fight, but he was like, have you ever heard of this third one? Yeah, oh. and it was chalk. They, it was a great story. I'll paraphrase it badly. But, like, they went on, like, a school bus and they, like, fucking fought with chalk so much. It basically, like, chalked Smoked up the, the whole bus. bus. Wow. And the bus driver was, like, chill about it that one time. <laughs> <laughs> the bus driver was very But, yeah, it's, it's cool to learn a crime. <laughs> and, uh, but, yeah, like, everyone who comments, you fucking rule. Uh, Everly Comedy is on Ooh. every Sunday. I haven't plugged in in a while. Which Not this explain Sunday. Explain the low audience numbers. Everly, Everly Comedy is scheduled every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Everly Comedy on. is supposed to be on every Sunday. Whether you show up, 
That's on you. <laughs> By the time this comes out, will times. I be there? Yeah, me and Drew will probably be hosting the next yes. one, which means probably we'll force Alex to come and do a spot too. Yeah. I'll do it. Maybe even Simon Boss. Oh, yeah, yeah let's let him let yeah. know. All right, let's fucking say goodbye then. Thanks, you guys everybody. Are lovely. We'll, we'll see you later. See you on Sunday. Bye.